Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you like to cook? I mean, sometimes, I guess, when I have time. Sounds like you're kind of over it. I'm kind of over it. Well, do you need some suggestions or tips? I mean, do you have any? You're going to share them with me? Well, that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Well, all right then, let's do this. I'm Candace Conley. And I'm Natalia Banjak. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. So here we are, episode eight, and you're probably by this time wondering, when in the hell are we going to start talking about real food and real cooking? Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting there. Let's do this. <laughs> one more episode. And then we can? And then we're going to talk about it. So not this one? Not this one. Okay. But we're going to start kind of talking about it. But you, But here's the thing, is that if you don't have some foundation like we talk about and some background on all this stuff if you get in the kitchen and you start cooking and you don't even know how to boil water then you're gonna fail and and be really upset and be stressed out and that's we don't want you to do that so that's why we're providing you with all this extra information so that you can cook freely effortlessly calmly and have fun yeah Okay, so the next thing that we're going to talk about is how do you put a meal together? Because, you know, in the good old days, actually, I didn't even have this, but in maybe the generation before me, they had home ec. Oh, yeah, I didn't have that either. Well, yeah. I think I think it was in school still, but I didn't take it. Well, we didn't we didn't have it. But I think it was ec. like a fuck off class. Well, like oh. if you didn't want to, you know, take a real class, you took home ec. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, back in the day, you learned how to cook and you learned how to sew. Balance a checkbook. Did you learn how to I ba- think people did. I had this old lady tell me the other day that nobody knows how to... I mean, nobody uses checks anymore, so it's totally irrelevant. <laughs> nobody has but, a check. But, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think they did because she told me that she le- that's how she learned how to balance a checkbook. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of life skills that we're not getting these well, days. Well, that's no shit. You can see that. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, yeah, that's, that's a different podcast. Yeah. We're, that's, yeah, yeah. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. Totally different. Okay. So this is super easy to put a balanced meal together because it really just has three components. Okay. So you have all the information, you have all these tools, and so now we're gonna talk about a meal, a a balanced meal that is healthy. What does that entail? That entails a protein. Okay. Either meat or meatless. Okay. Um, We're going to give examples in a minute. Or do you want to do that no, now? No, I'm no. I'm we just, want to do that now? No, I know. I want to tell them what's, okay. what is coming up, and then we'll go back okay, and okay. give them the, the uh, details. Um, okay, so proteins, meat or meatless. Okay. Um, so we are speaking to the vegetarians as well, and vegan. I guess vegans. Well, yes, lightly. Okay. Speak to you lightly. <laughs> Then you have carbs, you have simple carbs, and you have complex carbs, and we're going to break that down for you too. And then veggies, vegetables. 
I love veggies. I love vegetables. I've always liked vegetables. But, you know, it's it's another one of those things. You have to do it right. Well, and you have to find the ones you like, guys. Just because you try something and you don't like it and it's green doesn't mean you're not going to like something else that's green. Just give it a go. Well, I, I know. But and cook it with bacon and butter and you'll be fine. <laughs> anyway. It'll taste delicious Yeah, it'll be anyway. great. Okay, so let's go back. So you have lots of choices for proteins, okay? So obvious proteins are beef. Chicken. Chicken. Any kind of poultry. Pork. Pork. Uh, lamb. Fish. Bah. Yeah. Bah. Fish. I can't make a noise for the fish. The fish. That's your fish noise. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, we couldn't have done without that. And then there's all your meatless, um, which would be like eggs, peanut butter. Um, what other our kind bean, of... Our, no, bean, There's that nasty ass shit like Satan. That oh, veggie- Satan? S-E-I-T-A-N. I don't know what that I is. I think that's a protein. Okay. I'm not going to eat it. Beans aren't beans. Are beans protein or are they? Well, no, not really. Okay. I mean, they have protein in them, but I think they're, they're considered high... more of a complex carb. Okay. So, um, and then I guess tofu. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sponge. No. no. Um, I, you know what? I know a lot of people love that shit, but uh-uh. I'm not I've actually, it. I've had, you know, again, like we talk about having it cooked correctly or having it done right. I've had it done correctly once or twice in my life and I'm not opposed to it. Okay. Well, tell me about that. Well, I went to Whole Foods and they had it on the salad bar and it was like a curried tofu, tofu. and it was delicious. Really? Yeah. How was the texture? It wasn't bad. It wasn't like a rubbery, weird, spongy thing. It was just well, kind of... Well, you have to really press it, so, I think. Yeah. You have to press all of that moisture out of it. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm personally not a big tofu fan or any of those kinds of processed proteins, I guess. Okay. Um, but I get it. And I know that there are a lot of people out there who eat it and and that's okay so if if you're a meatless person and you are you're a vegetarian and you don't eat not only do you not eat meat but you don't eat eggs and you don't eat fish and all that stuff then you're gonna eat these meatless processed proteins right yum okay okay that's enough of that Let's move on. Okay, so you have to have one of those. Okay. And it's usually, and and here's the other thing, especially in our part of the country, is Mm -hmm. that people think that they have to have giant size portions. Yeah, portion control. Yeah, and honestly, you need four to six ounces of protein. Um, That's about the size of your fist. Right. You know. And I know this doesn't sound like, like you guys, maybe some of you listening are like, oh god you know this isn't going to be enough food or whatever but here's the other thing you guys snack during the day like you hear about all the time like eat an apple eat you know a granola bar if you're hungry you don't have to just sit down and gorge yourself three times a day well if they grew up the way i did you did not snack right my mother did not believe in snacking yeah which is entirely different from the way that people eat now right so lots of smaller meals is really healthier for your body and it's much easier to digest smaller meals than three big giant ones well and honestly it's it's easier to do like most of us have jobs or or have running around to do and you don't really have time i mean i know a lot of times i didn't stop to eat lunch i mean i know some people do but i i never did because it would just stop my entire day so having a you know snacky type thing or having something smaller helped me get through the day without stopping 
Yeah. So, yeah. So there's a practicality to it as well. So again, we're not this, don't write this in stone. We're just giving you guidelines again, but you know, jumping off points are good, Yeah. especially if you don't have any information to start with. So we're trying to give you that. So, okay. So that takes care of the protein on your plate. So then the next thing you've got carbs. Mm. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. You know, there's a whole bunch of that keto going on right now. Oh, yeah. But there are, there. I shouldn't say healthy carbs. There's healthy carbs anyway. But for a keto diet, there are a lot of vegetables that have carbs in them. So we're not just talking about pasta and potatoes and rice. And bread. And bread. 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 Um, but we're talking about vegetables also that have carbohydrates in them. Um, and so in a keto diet, you can eat a lot of different kinds of vegetables that have low carb counts, but a vegetable like an onion, mm. onions have a lot of carbs in them. Really? I didn't know Yeah, that. because they have um, a high sugar content. Mm. That's why yeah, I love so, them. Yeah, but onions, um, tomatoes, things like that. I know tomatoes really a fruit, but you know, for our purposes, we're not going to worry about that. So we're not really talking about the special diets that are out there. We're talking about just carbohydrates in general. So and you have the simple ones and you have the complex ones. And so would this be like the beans that we were talking about earlier? Complex carbs? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So legumes. 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 I love that word. Mm-hmm. So that's... And grains. And grains. Okay. And they make your carbs not only more interesting, but because they're they're more challenging to digest. I was going to say hard to digest, but I don't think they are. They just make your your system work, work a little harder. harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they so they have a fibrous content to them as well. So you've got those ancient grains like farro mm-hmm. and quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah, I love quinoa. What about couscous? Couscous, I don't think is a complex carb because cuckoo, 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 you're cuckoo, <laughs> you're cuckoo. Couscous is actually a pasta. Okay. Um, so it's made from uh, semolina flour. I think. So it's a simple carb? It's a simple carb, Mm -hmm. like pasta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you need carbohydrates to balance your diet. That doesn't mean that that's all you eat. And, you know, I know we love our bread and Mm -hmm. butter Mm -hmm. and it's yummy. Um, And people love potatoes. And pasta. And pasta. But And it's so quick, too. It is. Pasta. But but you don't have to make it your whole... Well, okay. Here's another one of those things. People go to... Restaurants like Olive Garden, Mm. and they get the endless pasta bowl. Mm. Don't do that. I mean, that is just insane. Yeah, that's a lot of food. That is a lot of pasta. And you don't need that much pasta. Do you know what a serving of pasta, actually a serving of pasta or rice or potatoes? So carbs. It's carbs, but you know what a, a single serving is? Tell us. Half a cup. Half a cup. Yeah. Every meal? Well, I mean, if you're making one balanced meal, you'd use a half a cup of, because it's a supporting character. Remember, like we were talking about before? Right. It shouldn't, unless you're a vegetarian of some sort, it shouldn't be your primary um, food group on your plate. Right. Actually, vegetables should be your primary food group on your plate. Mm -hmm. You can eat more of those. You can eat lots Lots of of those. those. Load up on those. They fill you up. And they're full of fiber. Some of them do have carbs in them, but mostly you're gonna get a lot of fiber. And here's the trick. 
don't cook them to death. You have to cook vegetables right. Oh, yeah. So they're not soggy and floppy and gray. Well, yeah. Because my mom, bless her heart, she and she was a great cook, but she grew up in a time where, like, with... And she was on a farm, and so they had a lot of... Um, they they had to fill you up. So turnips, for instance. Mm, I like turnips. I like turnips, too, but I don't like turnips boiled to death in water with no seasoning. Okay, I don't think I'd like anything it's, that way. It's And she did the same thing with cabbage. Mm-hmm. And what else? What else do we have? Um, well, potatoes, of course. But mainly those two things I remember from my childhood just being cooked. Oh, and another thing she'd cook to death. Although this I really like. Green beans. Yeah. You bet you like them cooked to death? They were stewed. Well, I mean, I differentiate them from Vert. Okay. Okay. So stewed green beans, which were those, um, the ones we grew in the garden, um, they were called... Kentucky Wonders, I think, was the name, oh, the variety. Lovely. Yes. And so those are the beans that you snap. Okay. You sit down and snap with grandma. And then you would put them in a, a big stock pot with uh, a either a big piece of bacon or some kind mm. of ham or something like that. Like a stew. Kind of. And then you'd put onions with it. Mm-hmm. And then, then you would finish it with little new potatoes. Oh, I've never had them. Well, it's really good. And my older daughter loves that. In fact, my my mother would make that for her um, when she would come home from school or from wherever. And um, so we had many, many uh, dinners with lots and lots of stewed green beans. And as a side or as the main dish? As a side. Okay. Always as a side. Yeah. Vegetables. That was a thing is that my mom, this was her, because my grandfather had a big farm working ranch thing and so my mom grew up feeding farm hands mm-hmm. and so you would have one big hunk of meat of some sort maybe even two but then you would have every kind of vegetable and carb that you could think of for everyone for so that everyone, everyone could eat everyone yeah. and all different kinds of everything so it wasn't enough to just have one vegetable you had five or six vegetables right yeah so but, that's kind but of you can because vegetables are good for you. You can, yeah. but you don't have to. But you have to not overcook them. It's really better to steam them mm-hmm. in a lot of respects because you can put just a little bit of water in a pan, and you don't have to have a steamer. Right. You can put a little bit of water in a pan, put the vegetables in, put the top on, and then you're essentially you're steaming. Them. Yeah. So. Don't cook the vegetables to death so that they have flavor. And if you think you don't like vegetables, which is a good portion of the people who live in Oklahoma, they like their meat and potatoes. Right. And if it's green, they don't like it. And we get a lot of that in class. A lot. A lot. A lot. And tomatoes. Yeah. But especially men. Yeah. They do not want to eat their veggies. Their salad. They don't want to eat salad. Oh, no salad. No, for God's sakes, don't eat a salad. Um, But a balanced diet is what is going to keep you healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to show people in our classes is there's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it all goes together. And then you have a healthy, balanced plate and meal. Yeah. And you can play with it. It doesn't have to be the boring, like she said, the boring, like meat and potatoes and a salad, you know, because that's what people think like right away. Like that's, oh, okay, I'll do that. Or the, or the, you know, chicken and broccoli and rice, if you're on a diet or whatever, like, (laughs) 
I mean, you you play with it a little bit, and that may take a little bit of research. That may I mean Google something. I mean, for shit's sake, like <laughs> we Google everything. Yeah. So just I mean Google it. Yeah. So that means that you don't have to know everything. No. No. I mean, we know everything. We know a lot. We're just kidding. <laughs> we don't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> but we give you that we're we're giving you the general guidelines so that you can go go forth and cook. Yeah. Nobody knows everything, guys. Yeah, it's fine. We we Google a lot of stuff. A lot. A lot. Yeah. So I actually think that that kind of wraps up the balanced plate. I mean, we've we've covered proteins, carbs, and veggies. Okay, balanced meal. Balanced meal. Yeah. That's it. We're healthy and we're ready to go. We're ready to go. So you know what we're going to talk about in the next episode? No, tell me. I love this part. Tell me, tell me. Stocks, Mm. broth, and sauces. Ooh, are we going to learn how to make them? Well, we're going to talk about it. I I don't know that I'm going to do it on... Uh, You're not going to do a demo? A demo. (laughs) A a demo you can't see. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be super helpful. We're going to talk you through it. Super helpful. Great. Can't wait. We're going to wrap it up. This next rant and rave for episode eight we'll is not really going to be rant and rave. It's going to be a tips and tricks. Tips and tricks, I okay. believe. Yeah. So are you going to jump in there? Or you want me to start? Sure. I'll go first. Okay. So we've talked in the past about um, trying your food as you cook, and that's important to taste as you go. So you know, like when we talked about seasoning, so you know what kind of seasoning is in there and whatever. Well, it's funny because the other day we were making meatballs and anything like that, and it's like, well, how am I supposed to taste that to see if it tastes okay? Yeah, because you can't taste raw meat. That's gross. Don't do that. So and it's and it's not healthy. No, no, Ugh. and it's gross. So what you do is. Get your get all your stuff in there, all your seasonings, get it all mixed together, get your raw meat, take a little bit, like make a tiny baby little patty or, or little like meat the size bowl. of a quarter. Yeah. And put it in a saute pan and saute and cook it. Cook it. Yeah. And it doesn't take long. It'll take a couple of minutes. And then taste it and then see what you think. And then you can add some more stuff if you need to. And then you can do it again. And you can do that until you like the flavor of your meat ball patty product, whatever <laughs> that you're making. Your meat, your yeah, your meat concoction. Yeah. And it really shouldn't take but maybe like a couple times going, you know, backwards and forwards, you know, with your ingredients. But the other thing to remember is, you know, no matter what you're doing is you can always add to it. Right. So don't make it too salty. Yeah. Because you can't take that away. You cannot. If if you're done with your, you know, how much meat you have, you can't take that salt away from it. So just a little bit at a time. Yeah. But that's how, that's how you would taste that to see how it's going to taste when it's done so that it's not just a wild surprise when it comes out. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it doesn't taste like shit. Right. When you're done. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Okay. Well, um, I was going to say it's kind of in that same vein, but I guess it really isn't. Um, a lot of the time I talk in class about, because we, because of where we are, but also because potatoes are a big part of anyone's diet, is we have potatoes in class that they cook. But the thing is about potatoes, and this, I'm talking about little baby ones. Potatoes are dense. And so if you don't par cook potatoes before you 
finish cooking them. In other words, before you're, you want to fry them or you want to grill them or whatever, they're going to be burnt on the outside before they're cooked all the way through because they're so dense. So what we do is we part cook them in boiling water mm-hmm. for 10 to 12 minutes, depending upon... Salted boiling water. Oh, very salted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it should taste like broth or the ocean. It should be very, very salty because that's the only time that you have to get flavor into a vegetable or a potato or pasta or anything like that Mm -hmm. so um you know part cooking is boiling it before you do whatever you're going to do to it for potatoes yeah it's also and that's also known as blanching okay um but blanching on the other hand is really um you do it very quickly and it's to lock in color and flavor, particularly in green vegetables. Mm -hmm. Because let's take Brussels sprouts, for example. Mm. Now, don't turn up your noses out there because Brussels sprouts are delicious. I love Brussels sprouts. Yes, that's one of our faves. Mm -hmm. So, but Brussels sprouts, again, it's one of those things that it's very dense. Right. And you can't get it cooked through. And then you've got crunchy Brussels sprouts on the outside and soggy Brussels. And not only that, but they're gray. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Because if you don't lock their color in by blanching, then um, you you cook them so long and they're, they don't get done and they just turn gray. So what's the difference between par cooking and blanching? Well, they're, they're very similar. Okay. Uh, but par cooking is really going beyond just a couple of minutes. Because blanching really, for instance, with Brussels sprouts or green beans or broccoli rob is another one because that also, that takes the Bitter. bitterness mm-hmm. out of the broccoli rob. But you but you plunge them into already boiling salted water okay. for like two minutes and then you take them out and you plunge them again into an ice bath that stops the cooking, it shocks them, and it locks in the flavor and the color. It's like closing your pores. Kind of like that. Like the sauna to the to the ice-cold ocean. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So par cooking, <laughs> like with potatoes, you're going to start potatoes. You can't, you can't dump potatoes into boiling water. Oh, really? Because you're going to have hot spots and cold spots because okay. of their density. So you have to start potatoes in cold water. Again, yes, salted. But you start potatoes in cold water um, and then bring it, bring it bring to a boil. water and the potatoes up to a boil at the same time. And as Anne Burrell will say, bring to boil, reduce to simmer. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. And then you simmer them for like 10 to 12 minutes. And then they're done. And then they're then they're basically done. You just finish them, um, like to fry them or grill them to get real a really pretty color on them. And a little crispy on the outside. And a little crispy on the outside. That's delicious. Yeah. So that's par cooking and blanching, basically in a nutshell. Nice. I feel like those were very useful tips and tricks. Yeah, I think we did good on that. Yeah, one. I think so too. Yeah, I agree. That's all we got. I approve this message. Thanks for listening to Not a Single Fork with Candace and Natalia. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, notasinglefork.com. You can find our show notes there and leave us a comment. And we'd really love it if you would rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts so that we can get to do this more and more and more. And more. And more. So join us next time when we're talking about stock 
and broth and sauces. Oh my. Now stay fresh. Meal bags. Not a single fork is made possible by the Girl Can Cook cooking studio and kitchen where real people learn how to cook real food and have fun while they're doing it. Located in beautiful downtown Broken Arrow, Oklahoma's historic Rose District, the Girl Can Cook holds recreational cooking classes during the week and private classes and parties on the weekend. Personalized catering and wine dinners to fit almost any occasion are also available. Check out The Girl Can Cook at thegirlcancookschool.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.